Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news, and your views. Hours to Protect is funded by Commission the Man with the television license fee and is a partnership between Southeast Radio and the Independent Broadcasters of Ireland. You can check out hours to protect.ie for more information. This week we focus on sustainability at Rossler Europort and we're joined by the Director of Commercial Business Units at Erin Road Erin and Irish Rail, Glenn Carr. Good morning, Alan, and uh, good morning to your listeners. Hours to protect is the feature and we're trying to protect our environment but we're also talking about that buzzword sustainability once again and it's something that is right up your street because it's something you're very, very enthusiastic about. Yeah, Alan, absolutely. I mean, both from an individual point of view but also organisations now, I mean, the whole area of sustainability is at the forefront and um, as people might be aware, like this legislation at this that's coming coming down um, next year or 2024, you'll see the Corporate Sustainability Reporting Directive coming into place for organisations that are have a certain turnover, but that's over the years that's going to apply to every organisation so you're going to have to report your carbon disclosure, your climate action goals, your sustainability uh, requirements. And then look at if you look at us, Erin O'Dearden um, and Rossley Europort, I mean, the transport industry were connected to the shipping industry, the passenger business. All of those areas, we're going to see significant changes uh, in regards to sustainability and how each of those improve in terms of their climate action uh, and ensure that, that that we address the climate the climate challenges that are facing us, like you know, going forward. So, it's 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 up there in the top two now in every organisation, and if it's not, it, it, it very much will be uh, in the coming years ahead. So let's look at where we are, where where we are heading immediately and where we'd like to head in the not-too-distant future. So where are we at at the moment when it comes to Rossler Europort and sustainability? What's been happening? Yeah, so, so, Alan, just ourselves, first of all, as we operate uh, Rossler Europort, I mean, our ambition is to try and get to a net-zero emission port. I mean, and that's, that's looking at air operations force of our uh, buildings, how we power those buildings, the movement of the traffic in the port, um, electric vehicles, all of that type of stuff. So so we have to look at ourselves first and, and what are we doing as best practice? Uh, and we're addressing that obviously with, with, our, with our new build. Um, we're, we're totally going to redevelop our terminal building to make sure it's 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 energy efficient. And then obviously our customers. So you take the haulage industry. Um, where's that going to go? I mean, possible electric trucks, it's more likely probably to be hydrogen trucks. Uh, what type of facilities can we put into the port given the huge volume of trucks that, that go through Rosslair and how would they refuel? You look at the shipping industry, um, there's a ship to shore directive uh, uh, by 2030 where ships should be able to power um, and turn from uh, turn off from um, uh, any, uh, the current uh, fuel they're using and move to kind of an electric uh, power source uh, while well, they're, they're docked in a, in, in a port. So again, how is that going to happen? That has to be connected into the grid. And then, Alan, think of the passenger business and all the trade cars, I mean, uh, and passenger cars that come into Rosslare. I mean, I was in the port yesterday, seven or 800 cars going through the port on people on the holidays. Years to come, they're likely to be electric cars. So how are they going to be powered? I mean, what facilities in the port do we need to have? What facilities are on the ship? Um, and then in the longer term for Rosslare, obviously we talk about Rosslare there in, in terms of an ORE hope and what that's about is the port being the facilitator with the infrastructure to provide the industry with the necessary infrastructure so they can marshal, they can they can build and they can erect the, 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 the turbines out at sea as part of the 
whole plan mm. for, for, for the creation of a whole new industry. But also then with that power um, uh, and the excess wind that, that's going to going to be there how is that harness and what role does Ross Europort play in terms of the infrastructure we build into the future as part of Ireland's goal to be a net exporter of this renewable energy and and converting from today of what is of what is the traditional oil uh, electric and how that's generated to a much more sustainable way so we're right in the heart of it and we're looking at what we do and then we look at how our infrastructure plays a role but equally where are all of our customers going and how do we make sure we're equipped going forward from a port perspective but then obviously you have the national grid to come into play there 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 are lots of other stakeholders then that we engage with in terms of of how all that comes together now you you use the abbreviation ORE I know you've talked to me about this before, but for those who are unfamiliar with it, what is it? So that's offshore renewable energy, and and that's all about the wind. Like, um, and you know, there's very ambitious uh, plans um, over the next number of years to get to. I think it's up to now seven gigawatt of power being generated uh, through through wind, the natural resource. Um, what we know today is no port in Ireland have um, has the the infrastructure or the facility for the industry where they can build out their turbines, install their turbines uh, and then provide all the operations and maintenance of those turbines that are going to be going right around the coast of Ireland. Rossley Europort will be the first port we believe that will have that required infrastructure uh, because that infrastructure is is needed uh, given the, the, the size and scale of, of, of what's required uh, in terms of the turbines and the industry. Otherwise, Otherwise, those turbines have to be uh, basically, uh, they, they have to be built outside of Ireland, in, either in the UK or further afield from France uh, and in Europe. Um, and that's a, a lost opportunity in, in regards to that startup of that industry in Ireland. Uh, the turbines will be erected in Ireland, but what we want to make sure is that all the opportunities of that are harnessed. Uh, and Russell Europort will be the, where our plan is, is to, is to have a world-class ORE hub here in, in the southeast um, that becomes the new industry for the southeast as well. But also it's going to be one of the biggest industries that Ireland is going to see in the coming decades ahead. Uh, Minister Eamon Ryan, yet again, yesterday we heard utterances from him about his commitment to this project. And of course, you will be keeping fingers, toes and everything else crossed. That is Ross Lair, the benefits from it. But just even listening to you uh, this morning, you seem very confident, very reassured that it will happen in Ross Lair. Uh, we're, we're best placed at the moment. I, I, I strongly believe if, if Ross Lair is not ready, uh, and we had the announcement of the this, this kind of auctions, Alan, that are happening. So auction one, which was uh, uh, completed there just a couple of months ago, and in that auction you have all the developers who bid to supply uh, uh, this energy into the grid, basically. Um, they're now they've now won their auction, and they're now setting about to where they will build those wind farms, and they've been identified through the what's known as the DMAP areas that were identified previously for that auction. So it's all happening now. Those 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 developers will need infrastructure uh, to be ready for 2027. Uh, we'll be in planning uh, for Q2 next year. Uh, we have all of the necessary foreshore licensing um, th- that is required to do all of the studies, um, environmental impact assessments and so forth like that. And so we go into a full on board Planola uh, um, I suppose process Q2 
next year. We hope to be through that process. We're in a maximum of 12 months. And then alongside that, Alan, we're, 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 we're going to be going through our design and build tendering. So basically, once we get planning, within four weeks, we hope to mobilise uh, and get on then and deliver the project by the end of 26 yeah. in time for those industry that will need that infrastructure then from 27 onwards. So to conclude our conversation with you, as I said, it's our focus, ours to protect sustainability, the buzzword at the moment, huge commitment in Ross Lair, huge commitment from you personally and from your team. Absolutely, and and look, at, uh, we're going to see sustainability is going to be the number one factor, Alan. If it's not already, it is going to be the number one factor for all organisations, but obviously also for individuals. We see the impact of what's happening with our climate at the moment, uh, and certainly Ireland is going to be one of the biggest net exporter of renewable energy in Europe, um, given the plans that the government have set out now for offshore uh, renewable power uh, right around the coast of Ireland. Hours to protect today. We focused on Rossler. Your report. Our thanks to Glenn Carwey. Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news, and your views. Alan Corcoran.